1: What was your favorite homemade snack as a kid? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer. Hi. And uh, we're asking you, what was your favorite homemade Snacks. snack as a kid? Snacks. Um, Bradley, why are we asking people this?
0: Ants on a log, popcorn balls, uh, purple cows. What What's was a purple cow? Snack? What? What's a purple cow? Oh,
1: my God. You never had a purple cow? Nope. What is a purple cow? I don't think I have. It sounds like...
0: Grape juice and milk? Rotten meat.
1: Oh. Oh.
0: Rotten meat?
1: Ew. Grape juice and milk? Grape juice and milk sounds worse than rotten meat. Okay. Maybe not. But... Wow. Grape juice and milk?
0: Actually, um, most people probably do ice cream. Uh, I'm looking it up now. But I remember as a kid, we had this recipe for purple cows. And you put... Um grape juice and milk. It's kind of like, what's the milk? <laughs> <food>? <laughs> Move. Whoa. Uh, um,
1: here's a recipe on Betty Crocker. Yes, Betty Crocker. Frozen grape juice concentrate, mm-hmm. a cup of milk, mm-hmm. and then vanilla ice cream. Oh my gosh, I bet it's so good. Gross. Guess what we're doing for cheat day. Should
0: we do purple cows? Do you yeah, I mean,
1: I kind of want to try.
0: Frozen grape concentrate? I don't,
1: but I can try to get my hands on it. There are it. places where we can get that. Yeah. Uh, we have
0: connections. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, more on that in a bit. They're called um, stores. But I, this all came from a, an article I read yesterday, and I was like, oh, remember that? Like when you were a kid and they'd you'd be like, I want to bring a snack to school. And you'd be like, let's make snacks. An Ants on a Log frequent contributor was the topic of this one. Contributor? Frequent? <laughs> um, huh. I'm Ants on a Log. I write for Showbiz Cheat Sheet. I'm, I'm
1: showing up on the McLaughlin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wrong! No, Ants on a Log, there's an article on how celery, peanut butter, and raisins became a snack time staple. And it was just a cute little story on like the history of Ants on a Log. Really, there is no history of Ants on a Log. There is a local connection, though. Um, A Minneapolis Star Tribune article from 1959 references ants on a log. It's one of the first, like, references of that Seriously. But a Girl Scout handbook or cookbook from as far back as 1946 had the actual recipe. They just didn't call it ants on a log. For those of you who've never had such a delicacy, it's simply a celery stick shoved with peanut butter. Which? And uh, topped with raisins.
1: Can I just say this? Celeries, I, that,
0: right? yes. Celery disagree.
1: is trash. I sign that I wholeheartedly disagree.
0: I enjoy the add uh, the additional crunch of celery in such recipes as chicken. Se- Why are you rolling your eyes at me? I
1: wasn't. Yeah, I was you were. Uh, actually. What I was about to say was that is the only acceptable place okay, where celery good. can belong. True, it. true.
0: But to your point, I think what you were probably referring to is using it as like a main.
1: Like, you know, I'm just going to say it. And by the way, let us know if there's anybody on the phone, but not until I'm done talking about this. (laughs) The thing, we've all been on those um, calorie restrictions. Crunch, crunch. Where they're like, oh, you you burn negative calories when you eat celery. And we've all been like, okay... I'll eat celery and all you want to do is punch people. When you're I, eating celery. I still will
0: cut up celery. For, like I'll make hummus and I'll cut up carrots and celery. And Jamie is like, he won't shut up about how it's trash. He hates celery. I'm it's, like, trash. It's, Gross. it's not, you know, what's really good with celery though. Did you ever have like a relish tray with pimento cheese spread stuffed inside a celery stick?
1: I don't, it's what I is don't... This a, a suburban key party <laughs> in 1972. <1972? laughs> I Maybe. do love a good pimento spread, uh, but it's trash. Cel- celery's celery is trash. I just, that I... stringy stuff, it gets stuck in your throat. Nobody likes it. Oh. It's not good. Do we have anybody on We've the phone? phone. Y- <laughs> yes, we sure
0: do. Let's... Now they're the celery council <laughs> right? is on the phone.
1: Uh, let's take Susie first. Okay. Hello, Susie. Susie, what was your favorite homemade snack as a kid? Well, I guess mine wasn't as traditional as celery with peanut butter and raisins, but my mom always made homemade granola bars, and they were the best. How did,
0: like, do you know? Can you give us kind of like a thumbnail of like how she made them? Hopefully, not with a thumbnail.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, she didn't put any thumbnails in there. Thank you. That would be gross. But, um,. I think she based it on, like, the special K bars, like, you know, so she used, like, the carol syrup and peanut butter. Oh, God. So, yeah. I mm-hmm. love, this was, like,
0: like peak healthy food items mm-hmm. of the 70s and 80s full of corn syrup. Yep. Yeah.
1: Right. Well, it is, of course, to make it healthy, she added Cheerios and sunflower seeds and peanuts and cashews, you know. But, yeah, looking back, that carol syrup really was not, a Healthy
0: snack, <laughs> yeah, but you know, uh, you thought you were healthy, that's all that mattered,
1: right? <laughs> Thank you for your call. Uh, we, uh, who else do we have on the line? We have Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi, Mary. What, uh, what was your favorite childhood snack? My favorite childhood snack was Rice Krispie bars.
0: Oh, uh, mm. yeah, I mean, we know
1: you know mom would make the rice crispy bars and they'd be gone by two o'clock in the afternoon and little by little we learn the recipe at home and we just start making our own oh i hear easy. you there so then you always yeah. have them <laughs> we always have them and one about the carol syrup um i had two younger sisters and I used to care, care for them at times, and my mom would say, "Oh, just go ahead and put some carol syrup in their bottles. They'll <gasps> drink it up real fast." So, no kidding, and carol syrup um, mixed up with the formula we put in the Playtex Nurser. Oh, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. yes. isn't that wild? How times have changed. Thank you for your call. Sugar I mean, rush. I would, I would drink a bottle if there was right? a bunch of sugar in there. We used,
0: yeah, that it's, we had. My grandma always had a jar of Karo syrup or a bottle.
1: You have said that you used to have that on pancakes. Yeah,
0: that was our pancake syrup. We didn't have no fancy maple syrup.
1: Did we think that corn syrup was healthier because it was made out of corn?
0: Well, I think it was just more available. I think maple syrup wasn't necessarily the most readily available commodity for the average folks. The way like today, you can get whatever you want whenever you want it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, so being out in the farm in a midwestern. Area. I don't know that they had a lot of maple syrup,
1: and it was always the log cabin kind, you know. So, oh, that's my kid's favorite kind. I mean, it's good, but right. is it one hundred percent maple syrup? Hell no! Oh, no, that's
0: like that's <laughs> fake syrup. No. Oh. Uh,
1: who else do we have on the line? We have Christina. Hi, Christina. Christina, what was your favorite I, snack as a child? I actually have two. First, we had um, we never had the name brand top. Uh, we always had, like, the shafta.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they
1: had, had the grape, the strawberry, the orange. My little brother and I used to make our own floats, you know, oh. make them up, have a strawberry float instead of a root beer float. Oh, yeah. And um not helped healthy. Second one was we, growing up, we had a wood stove, so we had to cut wood to keep the house in the winter. And our dad would show us along the railroad tracks where – the wild berries were
0: strawberries raspberries oh yeah
1: so good on a hot summer
0: day it was delicious not homemade
1: but good yeah oh i love that thanks for your call i will say the um the orange shasta was like Mm. if we had that in the house
0: oh that's actually not true i used to love orange pop from mcdonald's
1: yeah the best um who else do we have on the line we're all good for now. Oh, we're good for now. Okay, that's <laughs> fine. Let's go back to talking about how celery is trash. Yep. Just kidding. We have to move on. When we come back on the other side of this, uh, we have to talk about Prince Andrew because his attorney, or our, the U.S. attorney, has called his bluff. Mm-hmm. We'll tell you about that after this on my Talk 1071. Uh, thank you, by the way, to our social media gal, Hannah, who has opened up the conversation on whether or not celery is trash. On Twitter, feel free to weigh in over there. Uh, at My Talk1071 One asks. is trash. Who agrees? This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at my talk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Bye. Uh, and uh, as much as I would like to stay on that topic of celery being the trash that it is, we're going to move on uh, to talk trash, about a <laughs> different kind of trash, Prince Andrew.
0: So we've been talking about Prince Andrew. We'll get to that in a moment, but I wanted to give you the update. Today, we're talking about the U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York's response to Prince Andrew's cockamamie press coverage, trying mm-hmm. to weasel his way out of talking to investigators. Mm-hmm. <sighs> And here's what Jeffrey Berman, United States Attorney for the Southern District of New York, had to say about Prince Andrew trying to paint this picture, that he's just a willing participant, ready to talk whenever anybody wants to talk. Um... He said that yesterday, right? Well, um, according to the U.S. District Attorney, or the U.S. Attorney, rather, quote, today, and this was yesterday, (laughs) print because we have like a delay. Mm -hmm. We're actually happening yesterday. Yeah. Tomorrow. We're in the past. Time. It's the future, but Tomorrow. right now is the present. It's true. Today, yesterday, Prince Andrew yet again sought to falsely portray himself to the public. I love this because here's the thing. or I finish. They're just calling him out. hmm And it's about time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Today, Prince, yesterday, Prince Andrew yet again sought to falsely portray himself to the public as eager and willing to cooperate with an Mm. ongoing federal criminal investigation into sex trafficking and other related offenses committed by Jeffrey Epstein and his associates. Even though the prince has not given an interview to federal authorities, has repeatedly declined our request to schedule such an interview and nearly four months ago informed us unequivocally. Through the very same counsel who issued today, yesterday's release, that he would not come in for such an interview. If Prince Andrew is in fact serious about cooperating with the ongoing federal investigation, our doors remain open. Mm. We wait word of when we should expect him. So they're like just putting it all out there in the public. Like this dude is lying Mm -hmm. and has lied for four months. Do not listen to him. And it really, you know, yes, we knew he was doing that. Yes, we assumed that that was the case. So it is not the information itself is not a shock. But to see it put so plainly in black and white by um, the law enforcement officials involved, to me, seems unusually rare and um, appropriate. Like put him on blast
1: right okay because we said this yesterday but i just keep going back to this the mindset of prince andrew be and and there's a reason for it because he's lived his life with this type of privilege where he could create the narrative to some degree and nobody was holding him accountable because of who he is in the world yeah he thinks he honestly thinks and imagine being what age is he 70 60 something
0: i would say 60
1: 60 something something? and honestly, believing that you could bend the truth to to fit your own needs.
0: 60 years old.
1: At 60 years old, he has been able to tell his own story about how things were and not be challenged. And so on the one hand, it's like you can't really fault him for the fact that he thinks he can bend reality for everybody. At the same time, hashtag time's up, right? Like, all right, nope. This is we're not playing that game anymore, Prince Andrew.
0: No. Now, this might just be a publicity stunt in a in a sense, because while there may be some actual legal maneuvers that they can pull to get him to testify, and we talked a little bit about that yesterday, mm-hmm. that um they filed this Britishy thing where they're like, You have to appear before a court or we're gonna get you in trouble bagnes and mash. Oh. Sorry, I was trying to do anything British. Ah, <laughs> so there's a lot of um or I should say there is this possible um, maneuver that could get him to testify, mm-hmm. but you have to believe that you don't have a prosecutor coming out and putting this all on the line for a a person in a, in a um in an ongoing investigation unless there is a need, like unless there is a reason, unless there is a, like a measurable outcome that they are hoping to get. And I think probably, I it don't think it's any more complicated than the measurable outcome is getting him to testify. And they think the only way to make that happen is not on the back end, mm-hmm. behind the scenes, mm-hmm. but to actually be very front facing about it and put it out there. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of shocking to me that they're doing that. I mean, I guess I don't follow enough... Uh, you know, of the U.S. Uh, or the Southern District of New York, I don't really follow a lot of their machinations mm-hmm. most Neither days. Neither do I. But I would imagine this is real. You know, this is this is serious. This yeah. is not just some you know uh, tabloid experience. They really want him to come forward, and that hopefully will you know help the women that have been affected. And by affected, I mean assaulted. Right. I mean, Sex that is trafficked.
1: That is, at Great. the end of the day, the thing that matters the most. Oh, God. Now, we got. are we going to talk about pizzas? We got
0: to talk about pizza. How did I forget? I don't know, but I was going to tell you to talk about pizza. Got to talk about pizzas. Why do we got to talk about pizzas? Why do we got to talk about pizzas? Because Holly, and I, I'm sorry, I don't know where that link went, um, the pizza story so, ho- oh, it's in our Twitter because mm-hmm. Holly she does a good job of she slides into our DMs. Yeah, she's sliding into our DMs and sharing some really fascinating stories. Mm-hmm. And Holly, mm-hmm. one story had the headline: Duke, uh, here Prince Andrew and Sarah Ferguson sent, wait for it, pizzas and boxes of dates to charity helping victims of trafficking and sexual exploitation. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah of sexual assault Um, does that sound familiar to you um
1: it does and we're gonna actually um because i don't want to i want to give this its due yes and it also fits well into crazy stupid idiots which is coming up next we will tell you why we are particularly mm, amused Tending to the story about Prince Andrew and Sarah Ferguson sending pizzas to a charity helping victims of trafficking and sexual exploitation when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. We're going to tell you about that and tell you about some dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots after this. So no raindrops yet, Holly. I'm looking out the window and it uh, looks like they're on the way. Yeah, they're on the a hurricane is coming. Oh yeah, that's true. That Literally. is the truth. Yeah. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on tropical My Talk One O Seven One, streaming live. What did you say, Brad?
0: It's a tropical depression, it's, technically. Well,
1: but- that's about right. It's a depression. Oh. <laughs> on My Talk One O Seven One, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And, um, okay, before we get to the dumb people doing dumb things, we call them crazy, stupid idiots. We'll get to that. Don't worry. We have to finish up the story about um, Sarah Ferguson and Prince Andrew sending pizzas. (sighs) Yep. Okay, finish. Tell. Prince Andrew and Sarah Ferguson
0: sent pizzas and boxes of dates. I don't know. To charity uh, victims, or I should say to a uh, charitable organization helping victims of sex trafficking and exploitation. Mm-hmm. This comes as he is refusing to cooperate mm-hmm. with an investigation of his former bestie, mm-hmm. a guy who was arrested mm-hmm. for sex trafficking and right. sexual exploitation. Mm-hmm which has implicated Prince Andrew mm-hmm. in those very acts and one of the excuses he gave as to why he did not engage in sex trafficking was that he was at a pizza restaurant. Yeah,
1: I feel like we're being trolled like yes. super hard by Prince Andrew right now.
0: Um he uh, uh, so now do you remember this Omid Scoby character?
1: Sounds really familiar. He's the
0: guy that's writing, one of the people writing that book mm. for the uh, for Meghan and Harry. That's right. Remember? Is
1: he like a royal watcher?
0: Yeah, he works, I think, with like ABC or has been a correspondent for ABC News, right? Okay. Yeah, anyway, Harper's Bazaar. Harper's Bazaar, yes. Both news outlets we know are very pro-Meghan um, and Harry, but that's a separate story. So he apparently tweeted the following. The couple recently sent, and he's talking about The Duke and Duchess of York. The couple recently sent pizzas, Mm -mm. dates, Mm -mm. and meals. Okay, dates? Also, was that some kind of troll behavior? (laughs) No,
1: I don't get it. (laughs) Dates. I mean you might as well have sold
0: Oh, I just went on a date with that seventeen year old girl. Oh, did you? Anyway, dates and meals to an org I don't know what the pizza and dates were, not meals anyway, to an org. Also
1: of all the combinations of things. Dates? Pizzas and dates?
0: Like, maybe they were like, had some gift boxes laying around. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, That's got
1: to be some British thing, right? Like.
0: Yeah, we give sex traffic victims (laughs) dates? What?
1: Like, dates as like a dessert or something. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I tried Colleen and that's what counts. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. At least it wasn't celery.
1: Right. Let's be real. That would have been an
0: insult. Again pizza dates and meals to an organization helping those who've been trafficked or trapped in sexual exploitation. Thank you. Right? Apparently, he went. Uh, he retweeted a collage of images from this charity called Azalea, which describes itself as reaching out to those trapped in sex- sexual exploitation, supporting them to build new lives. And the pictures included a pile of Domino's pizza boxes and a box of dates with Prince Andrew's name and address on them.
1: Okay, so... I think what we were about to touch on, no, anyway, was the fact that in that initial interview, that ill advised interview with the BBC, when he was asked about the night that he allegedly met Virginia Giffrey at a club, he was able to recall that he wasn't there on that exact date because he was at a birthday party for one of his kids' friends at a pizza restaurant. Right, so like the very thing that was yes. his alibi,
0: troll. troll is
1: what he's sending. Oh gosh, I mean, also, this you can't can even I write this stuff.
0: Omid Scoby, he posted those photos apparently from a tweet. Those have all been removed. Oh, because it's so obvious. So obvious. Nice try. Should we do crazy. Stuff?
1: I feel like we should. Now we've got some dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy stupid idiots.
0: Well then. I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy stupid it idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. There dumb is- people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again times <laughs> in the state of Florida. Florida.
1: Get it. Night's nice runs.
0: Yeah. yeah. What can, do we got? Can we go to Florida? Oh, I wish we would. I want to go to Tampa Bay. Mm. And I'm just gonna tell you this You're story. Tell us the
1: story about the Tampans.
0: Well, one Tampan in particular. <laughs> okay. A very dirty, oh, dirty okay. No, he's dirty guy.
1: What His is name doing?
0: is Nick Nicholson. I don't trust people with names like that. <laughs> no. Like Bob Bobertson. <laughs>
1: Bob Roberts.
0: Bob Roberts. <laughs> Jason Jasonson,
1: (laughs) John Johnson, Jack Jackson, who comes from
0: Wisconsin, Um, who works
1: in the lumberyard there, Mm -hmm.
0: the people he meets as he walks through the streets say, hello, what is your name? Anyway, uh, two years ago, Nick Nicholson made headlines, but that's not why we're talking about him. Well, it is. But the headline today is the real reason that earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. Do you remember Nick Nicholson?
1: No, you don't. Should I? No, that was that okay. was just
0: me being silly. Okay. <laughs> he was arrested in t- 2018, but now he wants his old job back. Mm-hmm. Um, it's why he was arrested and what his job was that earned him crazy, stupid, idiot status. I will tell you, he's running, uh, for his old seat as a Hernando County Commissioner.
1: Mm. Did he embezzle money?
0: Good guess. No, that sounds like a very typical. Political oh, you're right. Experience. Crazy idiot. though. Let's just say he was... Um, he basically set up a brothel. <gasps> I do remember this. Full of prostitutes. Yes. In his home in exchange for the sex. Mm-mm. So he said, hey, prostitute... Or sex workers. That's the Tampa Bay Times fault. Um, sex workers. So he said to the sex worker ladies... Um I think they were ladies anyway. I guess that's just a misogynistic judgment mm-hmm. I made. Could have been men, but I don't know. Anyway, the moral of the story is he allowed them to stay in his home in exchange for sex and that got him in trouble. And because of the world that we live in, because he was a first-time offender, he only had to pay a fine of $729.
1: Are you serious?
0: While running I'm a sure brothel?
1: He in made his home. scores more than that. With his brothel, He got a misdemeanor
0: slap on the wrist. Mm. And now he's got the balls, the bulls, <laughs> to run for his old seat. <laughs> oh. Can you imagine the the chutzpah? The I mean, gall? The what? The worst part about it is he'll probably get it. One of the w- two women living in his rented brothel home said at the time that he made her his sex slave.
1: Okay. Can we be done with this now? Not this. I mean, yes.
0: The story, but also can we be done with sex slaves? (laughs) I mean, yes.
1: I'm over this. Unless
0: that's like your thing and it's consensual and you have a safe word. Right. Even then I'm like, I don't know. That just seems like a lot of work and there's probably costumes. And seriously, who does that? Just get (gasps) naked. Let's do this and move on. So okay. that I can watch my stories. Yes, I gotta watch my stories.
1: <laughs> all right. I need um, a snack. Hurry up! The Young and the Restless is on in 10! <laughs> Jeopardy's coming!
0: But by all um, means, if you want to put on an outfit and dance around, <laughs> I don't care.
1: <laughs> okay, can we go to Germany?
0: Please. Germany. Or should I say, Bitter?
1: Yeah. We're going to meet a 29-year-old guy from Bautzen, Germany who um, was at the grocery store on Friday, and he shoplifted about $6 worth of stuff. Okay. And I don't know if he was afraid that he was going to be chased for the six dollars worth of stuff.
0: I wonder what it was. do you know what it was?
1: Um, you know what? That's a really good question. Let me let me see if I can find out. Um but what I can tell you is he left something behind when he made a run for
0: it. Oh, did he leave like his wallet behind?
1: No. He did leave something very important behind. His and pants? it had his DNA. Oh. I know.
0: His undies? Nope
1: his eight-year-old son
0: um what
1: yeah he ran off uh when he was trying to steal about five dollars six dollars worth of stuff his uh it's it triggered an alarm in the supermarket checkout and he made a run for it but he forgot his child um he was he uh, also managed to fall over during the escape which then resulted in an injury and his own son, his eight-year-old son, was able to identify his dad as the oh, culprit. Good. good. So he didn't get far. But he forgot his child. I mean,
0: I've heard of, you know, just don't. Do better. Do better. Just do better. Just, just leave do... the kid at home.
1: <laughs> I mean, we've actually read those stories too. you want him too, to leave the kid at home alone? Is which
0: a... is better. <laughs> That's probably what he said.
1: Yeah. What should I have done? Huh? 2020 y'all. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show at two forty-five each and every day, we play a fun little game. That game is called the throwback live. We're going to do that after this on my talk. One Oh seven one.
0: Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply.